Welcome to the Video Talking Podcast, where you can learn to script, shoot, edit and share your own videos. Head to videotalkit.co.uk to become our latest member. Hello and welcome to this second episode of the Video Toolkit Podcast. Um, today I've got a very special guest for you. What I want to do uh, over the next few weeks is to get more and more um, interesting guests to talk about how they use video, what kind of things they use video for, how they teach people to become better in front of the camera, um, and also just talk about other things uh, about video as well on this podcast. Um, I'm in the brand new studio here in Andover. It's a little bit echoey at the moment because I only just moved in. only just put stuff on the walls, and um, so some shelves, a TV, and a backdrop for filming. Uh, we've still got a massive skylight that we're going to be getting rid of as well so we can completely control the light. So if you're lucky enough to be watching this on video, you can kind of see what's going on. Take a look at the other videos. There's loads of other videos I've posted about the new studio. There will be more and more as uh, we slowly move in over the next week or so. Uh, so keep an eye out for those. Um, but let's get on with today's podcast. Um, basically, today I'm invited Dawn Gregory to talk about how she teaches people how to become more confident, both in front of camera, but also uh, for public speaking. It was really interesting to talk to Dawn, because I've known Dawn quite a long time, uh, but it was good to sort of get into the like the nitty-gritty about what kind of things she does and how she helps people. So this is the next bit, basically, her, my interview with her that I uh, recorded last night. So I hope you enjoy it, hope you learn a lot from it. Uh, and if you've got any questions for Dawn or for me afterwards, feel free to email me office at redbookproductions.co.uk and I will make sure that Dawn or myself answers those questions for you in a future uh, video. Okay, let's go. I'm with Dawn Gregory. Dawn, firstly, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay, hi Mark. Yeah, it is a bit surreal, um, but it's absolutely fabulous to be here. Um, as you just said, I'm Dawn Gregory. What I do is I help people develop their expertise around giving presentations so when they stand up and talk about their business, their ideas, they come across with credibility, with confidence, with poise. Cool. Uh, and what kind of people, like when you come to help people, what kind of things are they having problems with? A lot of the time, it's um, nerves. Yeah. Um, a lot of the time, it's insecurity. Um, if, um, if, for instance, they're going to start doing Facebook Lives or do some kind of video um, footage, they are very concerned about how they sound, how they look. And actually, that is so encompassing that they don't always think that they should be focusing actually on what they're going to be speaking about and how they can use that to help them um, move forward. And of course, the recipients of that information are, are the most important people. But a lot of the time, um, the two things, one of them to do with video, with um, coming across as, I don't know, competent, confident, all of those sort of things. The other thing is though, the idea of actually standing up. I mean, we're sitting down today yeah, and yeah. very, very comfortable and all the rest of it. But all of a sudden, um, people can be so confident and happy just sitting having this chat, ask them to stand up. And all of a sudden there's a disconnect between their brain and their mouth and the scary monsters are chasing them. And those are probably, it, it really, it doesn't matter how accomplished a business person they are when people have that fear they have that fear yeah i've noticed here with people that 
um, like I've come along here. Like I, I always tell the story of this guy who came along here and he was really like, like super confident, um, come along, like drove up in his Bentley parts outside, come in, put the camera on and he literally, his face just went grey. Uh, and he just looked terrified and he could not get his words out. Even though we were, like, we were asking him questions about it uh, and trying to sort of get him to talk, he just couldn't do it. Once the little tiny red light came on the camera, it was just like, no, I can't do it. It's almost as if everything shuts down. And I mean, basically an awful lot of the time, I mean, that's just basically your subconscious mind, your amygdala, doing the fight or flight thing. Yeah. You know, fight, flight or freeze. Um, and you know, you have turned into that saber-toothed tiger with the hairy yeah. mouth. A lot of the time, it's really simple, you know, to, to get around. One of the things that I always teach people and tell people to do is breathe. Yeah. Because, um, and actually there was, I wish I could remember his name. I saw it on LinkedIn or something. There's this um, very excellent athlete. And he said, you know, if you don't breathe, you can't think. Yeah. And I think one of the, the big things for nearly everybody who works with me is getting to them just to think about their breathing and how they can use their breathing just to bring everything down, bring the heart rate down and help things work much more effectively. Yeah, I think like giving, this, giving yourself space to breathe, it's just kind of in your head, it just gives you a little bit of time to think about what you're going to say next. Um, so something like similar to what I'd say to people is slow down like when they're talking in front of camera It's just because they're talking 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 and then if they screw up It seems like a massive deal and then they're like um, Whereas if they were sort of a bit slower and as you say giving themselves time to breathe if they wanted to think about something it could just be like and Then go into it. Absolutely. The power of the pause is just so important. It's one of the things whenever, uh, one of the other things, as I've said before, that people have issues with is standing up in networking um, or standing up in any environment and actually speaking about what they do. So one of the things that, that uh, and I'm sure people in 4N and other networking groups would really not appreciate me saying this, but a lot of the time people are worried about doing that 40 seconds. And I always say to them, you know, you can pause. Mm. Your 40 seconds doesn't start until you open your mouth. And so if you can take that time to stand up, pause, take a breath, and then do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, you and I have been in the same networking room loads of times. And, you know, I have issues with chairs and stuff like that there. Um, and it's very much, you know, just own your space. Yeah. And I agree, yeah. As if you can own the space the physical activity of doing it will actually bolster your confidence a little bit. And I think it must be much the same whenever we're working with video here. Yeah, I think like you can tell at networking when people are nervous because when you notice like a few people that come along as visitors, they come along and they're the ones that don't stand up and they do their 40 seconds set down. So you're spot on, right? Yeah. Uh, what, like, even today, what I do, because I still get a little bit nervous with my 40 seconds, uh, like I stand up and make a little bit of a big deal about getting up off my chair and like oh, moving it around and then I'm like right and then I get into it that's it and also what it does it deflects you you're doing two things there it deflects people's attention away from you a little bit but yeah. actually if there's anybody else in the room who, who is really terrified about what they're about to do you've just made it easier for them yeah so actually doing that you're helping you but you're helping other people too and I think that's yeah. really cool just relieving the tension and put it in the room. 
Because I, I, when I like, it took me a while to get used to it. Like, it, like, be it just talking in front of camera and at networking, same sort of thing. Is um, it took me like a few years to get like not worry about it. Uh, and it got to the, the worst point. Worst can happen. Yeah, exactly. Like it got to the point where uh, recently um, we won an award for a film we won we made. Um, so I had to go up and like we didn't know we were going to win. So I thought well, I'm going to have to make a speech. And I just went up. I didn't even think about it. I just started chatting about it. <laughs> so, and like three, four years ago, we couldn't have done it at all. Yeah, but I, I you that's the other thing that I always think, particularly with um, the people I work with. You know, some people need to work with me. Hmm. Other people, if they just give themselves that opportunity to do it again and again and again and again. Yeah, absolutely. Get with yeah. practice, you know. Um, yeah. And I don't like to do myself out of work, but there are people who don't need somebody like me. No. They just need to do the damn thing. Yeah. I think that's part, like, that's part for like, everyone's business is people that you can and can't help. So it's just being aware of that. Like, you can't help everyone because not everyone needs your help. So, um, okay, so going back to video, how do you use video personally? I know you did a, a few Facebook Lives. Uh, how, 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 do you, how, how do you use it personally? I use it for Facebook Lives. Okay, I haven't done a lot of Facebook Live um, actually recently, but I tend to um, get Peter to film me. Yeah. Whenever I'm particularly, I like being filmed in situ. So he's filmed me whenever I've been doing workshops and things like that, because I, I, I kind of prefer for people to see me in action. Yeah. Rather than just you face on. Um, oh, is that an insecurity for me as well? I don't know. Um, Facebook Live, I, I kind of, I fell in love with it, that I fell out of love with it again. I'm falling back in love with it once more. Um, and it was one of those things that I've suddenly realized is something you don't have to spend a lot of time doing. So I will be doing a lot more of it, but in very, very small snippets and choosing this kind of form of webinar form for when I'm doing the longer stuff. Because I don't know if you remember, but the, the Facebook Live stuff I did uh, last time, you know, would go on for quite some time. Whilst yeah. there were people there, I'd keep on talking. You yeah. know? Um, and I think this kind of forum using Zoom or some kind of um, webinar form is better for that than the Facebook Live. Yeah. yeah, I find like with Facebook Live, you can kind of get dragged along a little bit with it. Like, uh, I, for me, I quite like to have like what I'm going to say written down uh, and then like, leave questions to the end. So if anyone's got any questions, then like you can leave them to the end and then uh, round it off. Like, I don't like to, I like to keep it relatively short. Uh, but yeah, you, yeah, I remember like you were going for quite like 45 minutes at one point. And I just had you, I just had you on Facebook Live whilst I was washing up. And it's just like, I just keep you there. People <laughs> <laughs> kept on asking me questions. Yeah. Um, so that was a really successful one. And then uh, another one that was uh, hilarious was the one where the technology kind of went wrong and I couldn't switch the damn thing off. So it went on for about 25 minutes because the computer wasn't playing well. But it's quite interesting. I think there's a really um, strong place for Facebook Live. You were saying about having notes with you. I tend to use post-it notes. Yeah. And I put them around the screen. Cool, good idea. Um, because um, if, it's, if I'm talking statistics, I'll always have something written down beside me because I'll never remember that stuff. Mm. I will tell people that I am going to be looking at stuff. But when I don't 
want to appear to have to have a, an aid memoir. Uh, in that way, having post-it notes, you know, just for those moments where you think, this is just handy and it keeps your eye line. Yeah. Right, which is really yeah, good. Yeah, I feel that's good. That's a good, yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember the very first time I did a video and uh, I used a thing called Photobooth. I don't know if that is um, compatible with Windows, but it's certainly on, on Mac. Oh, yeah, on your iPad. Yeah, yeah, I know you mean. And, uh, I was, the, the, the room I was using was not that well lit and uh, I didn't really have tall surfaces, so I was using books and everything. Yeah. And things stuck all around the place. And to be honest with you, I, I really do wish I'd kept all my outtakes. It yeah. took me the best part of two hours. I've never had so much fun in my entire life. Um, and eventually I got something that was worth putting somewhere. And uh, you know, so that's really good. I, th I think as well, you know, it, using your own videos as great as using other people's videos as well is so, so powerful. Yeah. You know, so you're sharing something that you've done or somebody else that I know. Um, yeah. Just sort of, you know, it breaks it up. Yeah, that's a good point. It adds a bit, it adds something to it, like credibility to it. Absolutely. It's, it's, you're you're sharing some houses. Yeah, very, very much so. And I, I think that's, that's useful whether you're using something from um, YouTube. Now, the one thing that I haven't done yet, and I'm sure you would be the man to teach me, would be to actually do a video intro. Okay. YouTube clip that I'm going to share because I do share quite a few of those, whether it's to do with TED Talks or something silly like The Greatest Showman, which is my favorite thing ever at the moment. Oh, really? Yeah, I was thinking about that today. Okay, um, so so tell us a little bit about how people can uh, can get in touch with you and then like what kind of things they can expect. Okay, um, they can get in touch with me a number of different ways. They can always uh, join my um, Facebook page and then they can uh, private message me anytime they want. Alternatively, they could email me on dawn at dawngregory.co.uk. Um, what can they expect? They can certainly expect to have somebody listening to them. As I said to you earlier, um, I can't help everybody. And some people actually, the, 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 the gap between perception and reality of where they are is very different from what they think it is. Yeah. You know? And it may well be that I will have, you know, um, a discovery uh, call of half an hour. And in that half an hour, we discover very clearly that actually all I need to do is give them a couple of wee hints and they're good to go. Yeah. Um, equally, it depends. Some people like working in a group setting. I have workshops for that. Some people like to work in a one-to-one -one setting. I can do one-to-one -one work as well and do one-to-one -one work, but it really depends on what the need is. Yeah. I sometimes find that people um, approach me um, for working one-to-one -one, and that's terrific. And we can really build up confidence and build up self-esteem and build up all the tools they need, but they still need to be able to stand up in front of people. Yeah. And so um, I can be, what's the word I'm looking at? Um, I, I'm quite direct, directional in that if that's what they need to do, then we need to find opportunities for them to do it. Because it's like doing, you know, you could you could study Juli uh, Romeo and Juliet for your GCSEs. Yeah. You can get on stage and do it. 
Yeah. You know? And the whole thing about speaking, really it's a performance art. Mm. And we need to get people going. So yeah. Cool. So yeah. finally, uh, just like one tip you can give people if they're standing in front of a camera or standing in front of a group of people, what one thing should they be doing to help them feel a bit better? Um, I can actually just give you one. I mean, the big one is breathing. Yeah. The big one is breathing. One of the, the tips I would give anybody um, is there's a, a technique called 444 breathing, and you breathe in to the count of four, you hold for the count of four, you breathe out for the count of four, four and you hold at the bottom for a count of four. If you do that a few times, it helps bring you down. Yeah. The other thing, um, I know you asked for one, but you're getting to um, posture. Yeah. You know, posture is so important. Always make sure that you're nice and, and, and straight without being stiff. Chin parallel to the floor. Keep your knees a little bit soft without falling down. And try not to do too much of this stuff. Okay, cool. Um, those would be my, my top tips for today. That's it for my interview with Dawn. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, the thing I took most from it was the fact of breathing and also standing up when you talk on camera. Um, when I first started making videos, I, I was sat down in my very first video and I really, really struggled to get through it. I've been at networking events before where I just did not want to talk and the thought of standing up, it really sort of puts you out there for people to look at you and you feel that people are judging you. But if you don't do that, if you don't breathe, if you don't take your time with both public speaking and with videos, then you're never going to sort of learn from it and never going to do anything with it. Uh, you're never going to sort of face that fear and then get through it. So I hope you've learned a lot from that. I hope you learned a lot from this interview, uh, this podcast, this, this chat with Dawn. Um, if you've got any other questions for the podcast, for a future episode or for the video show, then email me office at redbookproductions.co.uk. Remember to take a look at the Video Toolkit website if you want to start creating um, videos yourself. Head to videotoolkit.co.uk and also fill in our audit as well. If you're a little bit unsure about what you can be doing in terms of video, if you feel that maybe you could make them yourself, maybe you'd be better off somebody making the videos for you, then take the video audit. It takes about two, two to three minutes to complete. By the end of it, I'll give you a good idea about what kind of things the Redbook Productions can offer and what kind of things you should be doing as well. So head to videotoolkit.co.uk forward slash video dash audit to take our free audit and it will give you an idea of what kind of videos you should be making. So that's it for episode two of the Video Toolkit podcast. I hope you learned a lot from it. Remember to tune in next time for episode three of the Video Toolkit podcast. Goodbye.